the Village Church Counseling Podcast. My name is Justin Waller. I'm a registered therapeutic counselor, and with me is... Dr. Josh Cruz, registered psychologist and pastor of counseling. So the purpose of our podcast is to help foster a greater understanding of the topics we discuss and give a few takeaways that will be helpful for your life. Today, Josh and I are talking about something we all deal with, stress. Mm -hmm. It's a lovely thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Stress is something that we all come into contact with every single day. Some of us are bodybuilders, not myself, uh, nor Josh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll speak for you on this one. Um, But yeah, bodybuilders put stress on their body to grow muscles. Um, Work can sometimes stress us in a way to become better at our jobs. But once we stop being able to channel our stress into a healthy growth, it can actually become destructive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, I mean, you talk about the different functions of stress in there too. I mean, there's an adaptive part of it. Hmm. Like if you put stress on something, like if you want to stretch something, you're putting a stress on it. Um, And that's then necessary for growth. That's been an interesting shift just even in my life too, trying to embrace and work with stress more than fighting it. Hmm. Um, yeah, a lot of times it's, I don't like the feeling of stress. So what do I do to feel more comfortable? It's unpleasant. So how do I stop this? Get rid of it. But realizing that if I live in absolute comfort and it's, and it's beautiful to have pockets, moments, uh, periods of comfort and peace, uh, in there too. And Mm -hmm. you can have peace where, when stress is then there, but that means I'm not necessarily growing. Like if I'm stepping out into something, whether it's stepping out in faith, whether it's I'm pushing myself in something, or you talk about the gym too, I, I'm putting stress on myself because I'm actually stretching into a new area. Um, my world is becoming bigger. My capabilities, my confidence is becoming bigger. And so then I'm, I'm going to push into it. Um, and it's actually a wonderful thing mm. if we can learn how to manage it well. Hard part is when stress shows up and it's not necessarily like I'm more in control, I'm pushing myself into something. Let's say uh, relationship difficulties, conflict at work, at home with kids, uh, can be financial stress, something feels out of my control and how are things going to play out then now and going forward? Health concerns, a diagnosis comes in, uh, whatever it might be, a virus then comes in and am I going to be okay or others going to be okay? that sort of stress doesn't feel like it's growing us. It feels mm. like it's come over us and totally. it then weighs us down. And man, how do I not feel this way? I don't like it. Like even just in our bodies, when we carry stress, there's a heaviness, there's a tiredness, a, a fatigue, a weightiness that comes with it. Oh, I don't want this. How do I, attention can then show up as well. And yeah. there are some practical things you can do there, uh, whether it's go for a run, exercise, stretch, uh, deep breaths, that sort of stuff. Yep. Uh, but a lot of times the stressor itself can remain. And so it's learning if that, if this stressor is going to remain, let's say finances are going to be difficult for a while. How do I learn how to work with it better? And mm. then here's the other risk. Sometimes then we go into unhealthy ways of managing it, unhealthy ways of coping with it. And that's where temptation starts knocking on the door. Totally. I mean, if you look at the very real spiritual battle, it's uh, the enemy basically wants to show up and uh, kick us while we're down. So when stress comes in, uh, sometimes uh, it can open up a bit of a door to then come in and temptation starts knocking. And, mm. um, and temptation, when, when we were bringing up temptation, because this is a very common way of coping with the stress and we've, we, stress can be healthy and move us towards healthy ways of growth. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's also stress that causes us to, I don't know what to do, so I'm going to do this, or this is the thing that I know that soothes me. So 
this is the action that I'm going to move into now. Yes. That's what we're talking about, right? Yeah. And and uh, so even then soothing, oftentimes, consciously or not, we're looking for that soothing piece. Hmm. I don't like how I'm feeling right now. Um, something's off. It's unsettling. And how do I come out of this? How do I cover this? How do yeah. I how do I deal with this? Uh, a whole host of things can come in there. Uh, drinking can be an aspect of that because there's a uh, alcohol is a depressant. It actually can bring a, a soothing within. Yeah. Like there's a relaxation uh, component to that. However, how much am I drinking? How often am I drinking? The risk is it becomes a primary way of bringing soothing in our life, um, and. It becomes a bad habit um, in there. Uh, Pornography can be another aspect of that. Um, It's tapping into very healthy pleasure centers within our brain that God had created to draw us to healthy expressions of that. So if we talk about sex, like within the context of marriage, then that connection, it's a beautiful, like there's a soothing that happens with even sex itself. Yeah. the orgasm then releases oxytocin then in the brain, which actually fights against stress hormone cortisol to bring about a soothing, a calm within us. And that can be a healthy, beautiful thing. Yet oftentimes, the greater the stress within our life and or if we're not uh, married um, or we don't have access to our spouse in that sort of way, then all of a sudden looking for other outlets and well there's a pleasure component in it and so there's a soothing and there's a distraction uh, distraction component where I'm not thinking about whatever's stressing me because I'm fantasizing right now I'm viewing this I'm engaged with this mm. it can go binge eating binge watching stuff binge video game playing um, some things that they aren't bad things in and of themselves but it's like I'm consuming them yeah. in order to occupy my mind and then even sometimes bring about some sort of calm, soothing within my body. Yeah. So in the psychology world, there's this thing called the window of tolerance that's brought up quite often around uh, PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, right? Um, So the word stress is in there. So do you think there's a window of tolerance here for like, what can we tell our, our listeners today about the window of tolerance? And is there something that could actually take place where they, they can't handle it? There is too much stress. Oh, oh, totally. Um, and that's going to be person by person. You right. can have the exact same situation happen to you and me, and we might respond different. Okay. Uh, so even as you talk about PTSD, um, it can go to a place of it was a trauma response. Right. Fight, flight, freeze, overwhelm, then shut down, dysregulated emotionally and incredibly distressing. Um, that could be your experience and then my experience might be quite different. Hmm. And it's not that there's something wrong with me or right with you or vice versa. It just is. Right. And that would come back to our tolerance. We have sensitivity areas um, uh, within our life, uh, whether it's even triggers or wounding areas from before. So that capacity, um, yeah, would be different than person by person. And so we need to recognize that, that something that might be stressful for me may not be stressful for you. And then when we get bumped out of that window of tolerance, we can then go into uh, panic, anxiety attacks, those sort of things, or we can go down into- That's right. We're then drawn into that or even move into a depressed uh, state or even a shutdown type state where temptation really starts knocking on the door because it's like I'm looking for some sort of stimulation, something to make me feel better, or I'm looking for something that'll actually help bring me down back into that window. But right now I'm out of it. Stress is amped up. Ah, I'm just trying to manage life right now. Totally. 
So I think a common question that comes to mind for, um, yeah, just being involved in the church is the, the classic saying, God won't give us more than we can handle. What do you have to say about that? Well, I think the huge part is that we can handle in him. Right. Like, I mean, big distinction there because yeah, the risk would be it's an apart from him sort of thing. Right. Um, yeah, uh, scripture talks about, I am the vine, you're the branches, abide in me and I in you, and you'll bear much fruit for, and this is a loaded thing that keeps hitting me hard, for apart from me, you can do nothing. Wow. Um, so his intention is not, okay, I want to build you up apart from me so that you can then do this and you can then handle that. And there you go. And that temptation, it won't take Josh Cruz down or Justin Waller down. Um, well, no, wait a minute. It's hmm. I then have him, the power at work then within me in order to resist temptation. Um, and even uh, fruit of the spirit of self-control then in there and a way out. But it's it's all with him, in him, him in us. Um, and so, man, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Um, and yeah. I, we have to be careful that sometimes people just throw that at things. And Totally. But yeah, the, the intention of it, the power of it is we actually can. We can resist these things in him. So when something comes, there is a way out. Um, there is a way. Jesus was fully human here on earth, um, empowered by the Holy Spirit to carry out what he did, and he knew no sin, which then tells us that the power of the Holy Spirit has the ability to conquer any temptation that comes. Like even look at Jesus in the desert. Like you could have all of this. Uh, that hasn't been offered to me. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, apart from him, I'll take it. Here we go. But by the power of the Holy Spirit, he was able to resist that temptation. So I think the huge part is to be in him in that actually creates that power to resist the temptation. Totally. So that leads us into how do we work with temptation? Freedom Session has a great plan for us. It's called the Alert Plan. Mm -hmm. It's really simple and it breaks down the best way of how to understand our coping strategies and change them into better ones. So the first letter in alert is A. So we need to admit the behavior. Specifically, when acting out this way, I... Yeah, I mean, that could be anything from, uh, I feel like having a drink right now, or I feel like watching some sort of um, sexually explicit movie or video. Yep, that's really helpful. We just need to admit to ourselves what's going on here. The next one is L, uh, verbalize the lies. I typically tell myself this behavior is acceptable because... Yeah, and it might just be because I need soothing. So let's say it's a drink. I need to calm down. Otherwise, I'm not going to sleep and then I'll be tired tomorrow. Like we're we're good at justifying things. Um, yeah. But big picture, those are lies. Totally. Like, no, that's not the case. This is actually going to get in the way of you functioning in a healthy way. And so, yeah, we need to really be careful here because we could really be deceiving ourselves mm -hmm. in this moment. Uh, the next letter is E. So identify what you want to escape or avoid. The pain, conflict, stress, or responsibility this week I want to escape is? Yeah, and it might be dealing with, uh, let's say it's a financial thing then. Um, I don't want to have to do a budget or figure out how's the money going to come in. Or it could be a parenting thing as well. Like, I just, I don't want to, a lot of times it's, I just don't want to feel that. Like, I don't want to feel the stress of that even within my body. So, yep, avoidance, let's go down this route. Totally. The next letter is R, resist the behavior. Four minutes or hours after I act out this way, I typically feel. I, I, I love this step of it because 
when we're in the moment, uh, we can get so tunnel visioned and mm. uh, yeah, this is then going to do it. And we convince ourselves, um, and even our brain can start going down a, a pathway of habit where it's like, no, this will be fine. We get so like in the, in the darkness of it. But if we can then try to have that perspective of a head, more often than not, I'm going to feel guilty, dissatisfied, yeah. burdened as a result of it. This isn't actually going to do it. You're My actually adding stress. Yes. But we often don't see that. No. But by doing this step, we can then hopefully transcend it to see this isn't going to actually help me in the long run. Yeah. If we can figure out how we're going to feel after this event, we need to next go to my best sense of God's way of escape from this behavior would be. Well, and then we can move into the healthier coping stuff. And this mm-hmm. is going to be person by person. What works for you? For me, it's go for a walk. Uh, sometimes it's have a uh, I don't do many baths, but if I'm stressed, like I'm just trying to calm my body there, I'll have a bath, like totally. slow things down. I'll put soothing music on. Uh, I'll do uh, Devo or put worship on, like just to calm things out. Sometimes a cold shower or uh, for those of you who write or are more on the creative side, um, draw, uh, paint, whatever it is, something to start to soothe that are healthy, that aren't a temptation. Included under the category of resisting the behavior under R, the next step would be the person I could contact, call, text, Mm. to tell them my next four-hour plan is. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think this is is a really big one too, uh, just because you can't do this alone. And mm-hmm. I, I'll just immediately go there because if, if you think you can do this alone, like you can try to muscle through it as much as you can. Um, and, and if you have broken through um, some unhealthy coping mechanisms in your life on your own, that's great. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Good for you. Mm-hmm. There's many of us that can't. And mm-hmm. so that's why I lean with that way of working through this first. Yeah. I think we need others. Um, and then we need God's help in that too. Like, uh, yep. yeah, one of the fruits of the spirit is self-control. Um we need his support. We need his guidance. We need his empowering in order to resist this temptation. Totally. So the last letter, T, trade in unhealthy behavior for a healthier one. A healthier activity I enjoy that I can plan for and engage in instead is. Yeah. And this this be some of those things that um, you can do in response that would be better for you going forward. What actually works for me? Yeah. Um, and engaging in those. And then even bringing somebody else into that of, hey, let's go for a walk. Um, yes. Hey, let's uh, let's go out tonight. Let's get out. You need to get away from the temptation. Yeah. Like if it's on your computer and you just keep sitting there, man, you're, you're playing with fire there. Like step away, run from temptation. But oftentimes draw somebody else into that with you. Yeah. It's a healthy distraction. Totally. So obviously we didn't cover everything uh, around stress and temptation, but uh, we want to hear from you. We want to know what you're thinking. Uh, We want some comments and we want some questions. So if you have any of those for us, uh, give us an email, counseling at thisisvillagechurch.com. And that's counseling with two L's. Thanks for joining us today. Mm